no. Oh, no. Sophia got onion in the eye. Are you okay? Do you need something? Do you need to take a sip of your Mountain Dew? <laughs> oh. okay. okay, well, get ready to laugh because here comes the theme song. I'll let you finish your sip. I'll be I'll be kind. Sometimes when a couple cousins love to eat food and cook food together, they get together and they cook up some French onion mac and cheese. And that's what we're doing today. We got Sophia. She is in town for her fall break. And now we're doing a slobcore and a podcore and you're listening to it. If you're watching the slobcore, you can see me in the camera. Maybe if you see this point now anyway that's the end of my song sophia what's going on you're slicing an onion i am should i continue singing uh if you want to okay i am slicing an onion and it was going well for about the first three but then this last one made me cry a lot especially when it went in my eye yeah 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 (laughs) sophia What's going on? What do you got to say to the people? Um. Oh, my goodness. I honestly didn't prepare anything, and I really should because I am so excited to be on the pod. Um. But I would like to say to the people, uh, vote in the midterm elections um, and drink some water and, um, I don't know, maybe relax your jaw and your shoulders a little bit. I need that reminder all the time. So do that, too, people. Beautiful. Thank you, Sophia. I just wanted to do a quick little in the action intro. We are cooking up. We're going to record the rest of the podcast later. But check out the Slobcore video of the French onion mac and cheese. It's going to be amazing. I'm really stoked. So over and out for now. Um, Here's the little sound effect that means we've switched to the new portion of the podcast. We are back from break. It's uh, Bryn here, Podcore Salamcast. What's going on? I got Sophia here with me. Sophia, what's up? Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I did. Okay. So we were setting up the microphones and everything and heard myself through the headphones for the first time. So I need to try some ASMR and I'm going to open my bubbly water into the microphone. Here we go. That was gorgeous. (gasps) Oh. Oh my gosh. Can you? Are there any other noises? What, 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 what <laughs> noisy things? It's just going to turn into ASMR. Here's me sipping my uh, watermelon Mountain Dew. Whoa. That's good. That was good. I feel like we need to start whispering. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're whispering. This a is fluttering ASMR. Um, how do we feel about mouth sounds, everybody? Oh, that's actually. What's uh? I don't like that very much. <laughs> Let me do a Papa burp. Okay. I'm gonna do my best impression okay. of a Papa burp. Buh. Is that it? I feel like <laughs> I feel like he pretends to burp. He's just releasing <laughs> gases and has like a just a balrog. Adds, adds the bass to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you need to be able to like feel the seismic energy. Oh. I, I was too far away from the yep, microphone. I think I was definitely hearing you, but yes, okay. we're good now. Okay. Um, no, I can't. I really, <laughs> ASMR doesn't work for me. I have, honestly, I have tried to watch ASMR videos uh-huh. to like, because when people describe, it's like, oh, I get the tinglys. It feels so good. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. I don't get it. And honestly, don't really like it that much. Totally. <laughs> yeah. If it's not working for you, it's just super uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we had our little intro when Sophia was cutting the onions. That was and a long now time ago. It was. We yeah. have been cooking up a storm. Yeah, we so have. So where are we at? What's our uh, food situation so right now? So currently we have two casserole dishes of French onion mac and cheese oh. in the oven. Mm. And the best part about this, I was while we were finishing up, I literally think I was more excited about the slices of baguette yeah. on top. Like you know, mac and cheese with breadcrumbs. Sure. No, 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 no. This 
full slices of bread, baguette, oh. topped with cheese, rubbed with garlic. Rubbed with garlic. I mean, this is some decadent shit, yeah. okay? Yeah, and you got the good Gruyere oh, recommended yes. by the oh. cheesemonger. I went to Fred Meyer, my favorite grocery store. Shout out to Fred Meyer. Shout out. Love you so much. Um, went to the cheese counter at mm-hmm. the Walker Road Fred Meyer in Beaverton. Mm-hmm. And I asked the lady, I was like, hey, do you have any Gruyere? And she's like, yeah. And then showed me all of them. Oh. And then asked if I was using if I was using it for a recipe. And I said, yeah, I'm going to put it in mac and cheese. Yeah. And she immediately goes, oh, get this one. I was called Grand Cru. Ooh. It was a fancy Gruyere. I don't remember where it was from, but it was from the cheese counter. So it's probably local. It was $10 for like a slice. So it was... Very good. Heck yeah. This better be freaking good. Oh yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to no, be. No, but this woman was, she knew her cheese. It was really actually an amazing experience wow. because first of all, she gave me a little taste mm. and was like, oh yeah, do you like taste the creaminess? Do you taste the complexity? That'll go great in a mac and totally. cheese. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Oh my like gosh. you, we were talking earlier how amazing it would be to be a cheese. What did you say? Oh, cheesemonger. Cheesemonger. Or, I think that's, that sounds right. Is there another right? one? I think cheesemonger. Yeah. 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 The cheese oh. counter worker monger person. Yeah. What a job that Such would be. A good job. I mean, to begin that job, you have to know a lot about cheese, which means that you have to be eating a lot of cheese, which sounds yeah. great to yeah, me. Totally. <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing. I bet that woman like loved being able to like tell you all this stuff. And like sometimes those jobs people like go up but not go to the deli or whatever sure, so you just gotta sure. stand there for a while yeah so like being no, this, able to recommend and have a fun little interaction yep this woman had some some passion for cheese for totally. sure i saw that it was great totally why why else would you well i mean i guess if your job was to hand out samples you would uh-huh. do that but like you know, it felt really genuine. She wanted me to taste oh, the yeah. cheese to understand why it would be great in mac totally. and cheese. And, you know, it worked. She got my business. Yep. Yeah, and that's great. <laughs> I wish I could have. You know how sometimes um, at stores they like ask, oh, did anyone help you today? Mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wish I had done that because I straight I would have shouted her out. She was oh, great. Oh, totally. Yeah, that would have been yeah, cool. It was a good interaction. Yeah. But yeah, that's like going up to like the deli counter and like getting meat sliced or whatever. Even if I'm getting like a half pound or more to Della or something, usually they'll give me a free couple slices <gasps> to like, oh, is this a thickness you want and hand it over? Oh, yeah. So I think I think those counters are underutilized, especially by people around our age. That's really I think true. I highly recommend, even if you don't want to buy any meat, but you just want to taste a little roast beef or something, you just, can just say like, yeah. oh, how's that roast beef? And they're, if they're not doing anything, sometimes they're like slammed sure, or whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah. Don't but, go like, you know, 5 p.m. or something. This is right. like at Winco. Well, I guess, I don't know. They're open 24 hours, but yeah. is the deli counter open 24 hours? I don't hours? think it is. They close it in the evening. Mm, yeah. Because that'd be like a, you know, oh. three in the morning, pull up, <laughs> get your free samples of sliced cheese from Winko. Oh my gosh. Just carfuls of like <laughs> drunk college students. Oh, that'd be great. That's so iconic. Yeah. I really, I am inspired now to go and y- utilize the deli counters oh, more. It. Yeah, it's great. Well, and just like the freshly sliced deli meats or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the just better, nice. right? Yeah. I guess you are biased, though, because you worked the deli counter. Yes. So I sure yes. you have the experience, you know, <laughs> you have a little bit. Um, I mean, I was going to call you a monger, but I we, was a monger. I was yeah. a fishmonger, a seafood meat oh. monger. Yeah, because when I so I worked at uh, Safeway my f- summer after freshman year of college. And I think one of the reasons I think about this stuff is because I know what it feels like. Just to be standing behind the counter. Like yeah. people walk up and they grab their stuff that's like already prepackaged mm-hmm. and you have to like awkwardly smile at them. And you're sure. like in this customer service job, but it feels like, is this really necessary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If no one's asking to get those fresh slices, yeah. like why are you there? Right. I mean, I'm down to just be paid to stand, right? Mm-hmm. But also, you know. I could imagine that'd be really terrible after a while too. Totally. I, I mean, especially having to do the like awkward interaction of like you are there, uh-huh. but they don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, there's like, when do you reach the threshold of they're just like looking at this stuff or do <laughs> yeah. they want help? Cause that's Absolutely. like, and then and I feel awkward in the other spot too, where mm-hmm. I just want to look at this stuff. So I kind of have like 
I keep a fast pace and I like don't look at the worker because I am not don't want to have a conversation. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny having been on both sides of that. Uh, oh. <laughs> that that was, was a really sad burp. <laughs> you were gearing up for a good one and it just came out like it was dead on arrival. That was really sad, actually. <laughs> I usually I'm a great burp or oh, they like, you know. Totally. You you know. You've have been I, around me. Oh shit. I didn't even do the thing of how do you know me? That's how I've been starting oh, these episodes. Did I gosh. even introduce you as my cousin? In the song, in the song I did. In the song, um, yeah. Okay, that's all right. We're a little late, but Sophia, what's your Bryn origin story? My, it can be whatever. Oh my you're gosh. Feeling. Well, let's begin with the fact that we're related. Yes, yes. Your father is my mother's brother. That's true. I said that correctly. You I did. totally could have messed did. that up. Good job, me. Um, so, you know, we're cousins. Yes, you could have just said we're cousins. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This is a podcast. I have to do it long form. Oh, like, good call. Good know. call. Good call. <laughs> we have the space, too. This isn't a slob core. I don't have to talk really fast. Oh, yeah. Fast, we're playing right? in the space right now. I'm going to. Oh, oh, that was the beep. Folks, oh, we will choose. resume this. What a great stopping point. We what left a great in suspense. Stopping place. Okay, you need to do the noise to end this oh, one. Okay. Uh, um, okay, we're back and now we're, um, on the road. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Bryn, but I think this is the first podcore slobcast that has traveled. Is that correct? This is the first, this is the first mobile segment, everyone. We've done a remote record. We've done a table record and a couch record. Now this is the first remote on the road. I am driving right now. Yes, uh, this is very exciting. We are leaving the, what do you, do you have like a name for um, your apartment or something? Let's call it the Bryn, the, the Bryn Inn. Okay, yes. So we're leaving the Bryn Inn on our way to deliver some of the French onion mac and cheese that we just made and then devoured. Um, let's see. I was going to say like the exact directions that we were going, but then I realized that this is going on the internet and maybe I shouldn't reveal exactly where you live. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we're on our way. We're having a segment in the car and because this is the vibe of the podcast now, I have no idea what I'm going to say or what we're talking about. So Bryn, what's the first thing that comes to your head when I say balloon? Balloon. Um, I am thinking about a hot air balloon. But here's something I think we could talk about on this drive over is so I am now we are delivering this to my parents and to Andrew and Emily and Finley and Soren because Andrew's been isolating with COVID this week. And so my parents have been helping look after the kids a little more and helping Emily out. and, And they've just been like tired. And so Mama was like. Hey, I could make some soup or something if you would. And she was saying, obviously, I don't need to. But she knows that I love to, like, help people when they need it and cook some food. And so it worked perfect that me and Sophia were doing this. Yeah, no, I had the wonderful opportunity to take Little Miss Finley to the zoo this morning. That was really fun. Also chaotic because um, my phone, like, died. It would. That's a whole different story. Maybe we can get back to it. at a different time, but also how funny if we never do. <laughs> um, anyway, so I took Finley to the zoo this morning and talked to um, Tante Carla, Mama Carla, and I was telling her my plans and um, that I was coming over. You know, we were going to do a slob core, make some food. And she was like, yeah, I know you're bringing me some, too. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's perfect. It worked out. And now also we get to go on an adventure and add it to the pod too. Beautiful. Yeah. And so I want to hear your thoughts on this, but one thing I really love about her family is just, we are pretty like close knit, especially in the pandemic. Like there was a nice family bubble that I was kind of out of because I was working in person. But, um, I do like, it's just awesome. Like my parents watch the kids a lot and my brother and uh, sister-in-law bought a house like right across from my parents and so that's awesome oh sorry (laughs) i had a burp and i tried to catch it but it actually wasn't good i just interrupted brain for no reason okay we're going back you're fine but i just i truly really appreciate the way that our family like supports each other and we have like pretty frequent family get-togethers and dinners 
Um, but a lot of the times they're just pretty casual and low stress. And it's when I was living at home, I would cook a lot of the food for that. And that was so wonderful to like use my skills. Yeah, no. So I currently am in college. I live away from home. Um, and in the pandemic, I lived here. I actually lived in the apartment that was attached to Bryn's parents' house. That was awesome. Um, so, yeah, no, we were super tight knit. But before, like when I was in high school and stuff, pre-pandemic, crazy to think about, um, we would have weekly family dinners on Sundays. And it was awesome. You know, we all got together. I think... We had this tradition even before Finley was born, right? It was like pretty consistent and around people's birthdays and stuff, you know, it'd be it'd become like a bigger thing. But, you know, there was like a set Sunday family dinner where we whoever was available to get together would get together and we just hang out and play games, catch up. I mean, I don't know. I think going to college and meeting new people and stuff, I realized more than before that that is actually very much not of the norm and that we are so privileged to be able to have had that experience, be so close to each other. And like, not only to have that, like, I mean, I think the having the weekly family dinners is first of all, a really big, important thing in and of itself. But the fact that I and you, we all got to grow up so close to our cousins, like that's so special. I mean, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts being so lucky to grow up getting to know me, your cousin? Yeah. I mean, it's always (laughs) been great. Like, yeah, it's so cool. Like living so close and, uh, my mama would watch you guys when you were really little and your parents are at work. And so that was always fun. And, uh, like I'd get home from school and just see you guys and yeah. hang out a little bit, but yeah, it's been really special. And yeah, I got I got a lot of cousins, but uh, Sophia and Annika are the the Portland cousins, and so we got to spend a lot of time together. Yeah, no, we we grew up less than five minutes from each other for many, many, many years, which is so cool. I like. Two people, I try to explain my relationship to Finley and Soren because technically they're my first cousins once removed. But because of the way that like my age is situated to theirs and how we all grew up together, like you definitely aren't like I don't feel like we grew up like we were siblings. Right. That, you know, you had your own siblings and I had my own sister, but we were still very much in each other's lives that like. The fact that I am so close to my first cousin once removed, like, isn't, doesn't feel weird considering that, like, there's a previous relationship with the parents before. I don't know. I have a hard time explaining it sometimes, (laughs) but it's a fun thing. And my sister and I, we talk about it all the time. You know, we're really grateful. Something, though, that I realized is that, yes, I grew up with, like, you know, boy cousins, whatever, but I never actually lived with you. And so when I lived with the man for the first time last year, I learned a lot of things and it was terrible. So (laughs) yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Not amazing. Oh, but hilarious. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, people with penises often do gross things in the bathroom and I learned that and that was not fun. Oh no. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, it's just, I say gross because I don't ever pee on the floor, but my male housemate did and and he didn't clean it up no he was kind of an asshole that th- again another entire different story i could take up multiple hours of the podcast talking about this fucking horrible roommate situation so i mean invite me back if you want to hear that i got plenty of stories <laughs> Alrighty. well i don't think i will but uh we got a lot cooler stuff to talk about we are at our destination and so we're gonna drop off this mac and cheese and this will be the end of the road pod Yes. Thank you for joining us in this segment. Um, I feel like we need to make a noise to go back to the third one together. Uh, Not pre-planned or anything. Okay. Three, two, Two, one. Boom, 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 boom. We're back in business. Sophia, what's up? The same 
I think. Same as I it's mean, been going. <laughs> you're asking we, me this every time. And it's like, this is all going the same episode. So every time I'm doing basically the same. I think the only thing that's changed is time has passed. <laughs> okay. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, so stop asking me. <laughs> this will be the final time. Yes. Final segment. We're uh, back. We are back. We're we made the delivery. In. Yes. I thought a little too late. It would have been fun to bring some more mics and ask mama and papa what they thought about the delivery we just made. Yeah. But we didn't. But they liked it. They did. The mac and cheese was amazing. Yes. And okay, I actually, this is great content for the pod. Yeah. Uncle Eric said that he is calling it French onion pasta yes. or French onion soup pasta. Yes. Not mac and cheese because yes. he has. Uh, well, I, Papa. Does he not like mac and cheese? What's the history? Yeah, so he famously loves basically all foods and loves trying weird of new course. stuff. Yes, um, we know And this. it's a point of pride for him and it's a point of pride for me. Yeah. Um, but the three foods that he doesn't like. Mac and cheese, mm. tomato soup, and grilled cheese sandwiches. <gasps> wow. Those are the three foods that gross him out, which is so wild. That is so wild. I think it's something where he had so much of them as a kid. Uh, and see, it just, that's where it's I'm not at for with him. bananas. Really? Oh, I fucking hate bananas. Oh, bananas and I are also so good. hate yogurt. Wow. And I have different reasons for both of them. So I really actually hate bananas yeah. and this is something that has grown only i think in the past maybe five or six years mm-hmm. hold on i feel a burp <laughs> summon it oh that was so tiny oh my goodness that was like a borrower burping <laughs> You know, I just want to say I felt it. Uh-huh. I prepped for it and yeah. it really let me down. Well, so did it recede? Is it still waiting down there in Maybe. the gullet? I mean, I'm going to, f- I'm going to finish talking, but then I'm going to chug this bubbly water. Okay. And we're going to get some good we'll, ones. We'll get, yeah. We'll, I promise before this pot is over, <laughs> we're going to get some good. The harvest good will burps. be bountiful. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yes. So hate bananas. Hate bananas. More or less a recent development. It was, I think, before I, like, if I was going to reach for a fruit, I wouldn't reach for a banana, but yeah. I would eat one or I'd, sure, like, have banana sure. bread or whatever. Now I can't even really do banana wow. bread. That's too much. Um, but my theory is that I had it too much when I was a kid because, like, mm. I'm thinking back to what are the snacks that my dad would make us in the summer. Yeah. Apples and peanut butter with no, apples and banana with peanut butter oh, on it. Like Such a good snack. There we go. There, there you go. That was nice. I promise. That was there good. are better ones coming. That was a warm up. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It did recede a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Bananas, gross. I think I had too many of them as a kid. Fair. And also recently, I think it's like a a smell thing. Mm. I I can't do the smell of bananas. Yeah, I could see and that. And that is why I hate yogurt. <gasps> because I... First of all, can't really get over the fact that it's like on purpose curdled milk. Oh, sure. And I don't like cottage cheese either like for that cream? same reason. I mean, yeah, I'll do sour cream <laughs> on a taco. Yeah. But you're not eating say, like spoonfuls I, yeah, of it. Yeah, but also, who would you eat sour cream by the spoonful? I probably, I've taken a bite of sour cream. Mm. Yeah. yeah, see, no, I <laughs> even to like lick it off a spoon or something, I couldn't uh-huh. do that to sour cream, but I definitely, I want it in my burrito. Nice. Right. Yeah, it's classic. Um, Yes, so can't do yogurt, and it's a it's a smell thing. Hmm. You know, like there were times where I'd like you know be in a room with someone eating yogurt, and I'd have to you know leave the room or ask them to move away oh from gosh. me because the smell is just <laughs> can't do it. It's so wow. nasty. But no, I'm in the same boat where like I feel like I like a lot of foods and I'm mm-hmm. not a picky eater. Yeah, but it's bananas and yogurt Fair. that I just can't. You gotta have some. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I. Do I have any foods like that? I was really sick on um, one time camping. We were doing like pigs on a blanket over the fire. Mm. So like wrapping hot dogs in the like crescent rolls or whatever. And then just like roasting them. And then them. roasting them. And it was mm. so good. And I ate like, I must've been in middle school mm. and I ate so many, <laughs> but I wasn't being patient. And so the dough wasn't no. all the way cooked. Oh. And no. so this is at Hosmer where there's no running water Oof. and you're just dirty when you're there. Yikes. And I think I puked that night just like raw it's dough. Raw dough that also hasn't been like fully properly refrigerated either because yeah. you're camping. Yeah. So that that ruined me for a while. Then one time 
One of the first times I've ever had salad rolls, which <gasps> I love now. Oh, but, I knew this. Oh, you're. Oh, I yeah. I remember your salad roll aversion. Yeah. Which is so sad. It I'm was glad you're so past sad. They're so but, good. My God. Yeah. So what happened? Did, were you got sick after eating them? I think the first time I ever ate them, um, I don't know if I was otherwise sick or just something like hmm. I ate them and it was like fine. And then I'm laying in bed in my top bunk. This must have been in middle school as well. And I just get so nauseous thinking about the texture. Like, Inter- so you were thinking I was back nauseous to eating and it. the texture was really making me more nauseous. Huh. So I don't know what caused what. But yeah, I was we I didn't eat salad rolls for years. Yeah. Well, um, you still do you still not like bean sprouts. No, I'm, I like bean sprouts now. Okay. They, yeah, because whenever we'd get Thai orchid. Yep, you and Tonto would, would always bean sprouts around the make side. sure get those away, yeah. which is so sad. I love bean sprouts. They're so good. Yeah, nice little crunch. Yeah, mm. I think they just looked gross. Hmm. Or maybe I was just being loyal to mama. She didn't like them. <laughs> you, the lefties have to unite. <laughs> yeah. You have to have something more than just being left-handed. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, one time, uh-huh. when I, the First and only time I've been to Hawaii. Mm. Um, went with my mom and sister. It was great. Um, we went to okay. To preface, my favorite sushi place, which maybe isn't true anymore, but it holds a special place in my heart, is Sushi Hana. Oh, so good! Love the so train good. sushi. Yes. it's so so good. Yeah. So we decided while we were in Hawaii, let's go to a fancy train sushi place, and mm. it was one of the ones where you could like. Press on the iPad, the little <gasps> train would come oh, out. I've only seen those on YouTube. Yeah, it was cool. Whoa. Except I like probably got food poisoning oh. from it. <laughs> um, which I think as soon as we stepped into the place, we were like, hmm. <laughs> and it was like fine and cute and like kitschy for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely made me sick, oh, which is gosh. so sad. And for like a year or so after I couldn't have sushi <gasps> and that was one of the saddest years oh, of my life. That sucks. And not just because it was also very close after my parents got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Double whammy. Yeah, we just got real on the podcast. <laughs> That's when you super need sushi. Gosh. I know. I know. Thank goodness we're past that. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without sushi. <laughs> it's so good. Even in Walla Walla, it's pretty good. I yeah. mean, Definitely more expensive and not as good, mm-hmm. but as you know, there are lots of things in Walla Walla or lots of places in Walla Walla that don't exist that do here. So whenever I come back to Portland, I have to, you know, I got to hit up as sad as it is Chipotle. Nice. There's no Chipotle in Walla Walla. You got to. Yeah. Um, Costco. Oh my God. There's no Trader Joe's in Walla Walla, which is the stupidest thing ever. I feel like every college town needs a Trader Joe's. No, I know. I literally brought a cooler and grocery bags (laughs) to do a Trader Joe's trip before I go back to Walla Walla because I gotta have my. Yeah. What you getting? Oh, the, they have their like fake talkies or whatever. Mm, I haven't had those. They're so good because they're not as spicy and I think they taste better. Yeah. See for me, I can only eat a couple talkies then I need to like, like, rinse out your mouth. <laughs> not quite rinse out, but I have to like sit there for a couple minutes and sure. like recover. Sure. Um, have you been to the new Trader Joe's right by me? Yeah. Right in Garden Home. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It I don't go nice. enough. I live three, four minutes away. There. I could walk there in like 30 minutes. I haven't been enough. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> you got a little performance anxiety. It's all right. <laughs> You're on the pod. <laughs> we're going to get some good ones. I'm going to keep chugging. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Trader Joe's rocks. Um, except I feel like all the produce is so expensive. And it's all prepackaged, and it's, yeah. too, which is like a bummer. Yeah. I saw, a, no, my, one of my housemates showed me a TikTok that was like, a woman walking through Trader Joe's or whatever, yeah. and the text said, like, my favorite part about going to Trader Joe's is having to go to a second grocery store after. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Which is, like, really real. Yeah. Um, And I can understand how, like, maybe if you really don't know how to cook, mm-hmm. going to just Trader Joe's and buying, like, a week's worth of frozen meals and, like, bag salads and stuff, like... You know, you're set. That's great. Oh, yeah. But I like to purchase ingredients and put them together myself. Yep. Yep. And like, I mean, 
Trader Joe's totally sells like flour and stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. They, they have all the, they got pretty much all the groceries, yeah. but it's not quite, I don't know. Well, it's funny. Like, I feel like as a person who lives alone, like mm. I would be the one shopping so much at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, Because yeah. I'm cooking for so many people and so often mm-hmm. I'm shopping at Costco, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think in terms of like, Yeah. <laughs> This is really embarrassing. (laughs) You'll get it. You'll get it. I feel like, okay, I'm going to get it. No more pressure. This is so chill. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. Is it recording? Okay, yes. I just got nervous it wasn't recording. Um, But yeah, I just, well, it's like the thing with all grocery stores. You just kind of got to know how to utilize it, like how Mm. to do it best for whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Cause like my Costco purchases are way different than my Winco or my Fred Myers or Trader Joe's. Yeah. I mean, each store has a (laughs) specific purpose. Yep. Yep. I mean, I was going to say that's why there are so many stores, but I mean, this could get me into whole discussion about, you know, (laughs) capitalism and the, uh, the food, the supp- market food chain and yeah, stuff. Totally. But also, I don't want to. Okay, so. <laughs> fair. <laughs> store stores, they're always there. Yes. And they're doing their store stuff. They are really, really are. Yeah. You know what store um, I hate and there is in Walla Walla? What? And I often ha- I'm forced to go to. What? Walmart. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I, w- my first grocery shopping trip back from like moving back to Walla Walla was to Walmart because right. I had to, you know, pick up some other random stuff at their like, I mean, I don't even remember. I think I like Tupperware and some random st- stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, while I was there, I was like, okay, I might as well get my groceries here, you know, one stop shop. Yeah. And it was the worst experience ever. Oh no. Walmart is going a terrible wrong? grocery store. <laughs> it's just so chaotic and unorganized yeah. and kind of gross. And yeah. Maybe I'm being classist, but I don't like the vibe of any Walmart I've ever been to. But particularly the Walla Walla one was just like, maybe it was that day. I don't know. I'm not trying to pass judgment, except Mm -hmm. for I also just said I fucking hate (laughs) it. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like Walmart sucks ass. It doesn't mean people who shop at Walmart or like have to. And I mean, like when when I was at Graceland. There was a High V, which is like mm. a really small grocery store in Lamoni. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like a 30 minute drive to go to Walmart, which is like the most typical grocery store. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember Portland didn't have a Walmart for the longest yeah. time. And there was some outrage when the one by the Costco finally did yeah. open up. Well, because it like opened up on all this wetlands that like yeah. wasn't supposed oh, to be developed. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's that better. was good. <laughs> But yeah, well, it's kind of interesting to think like Walmart kind of like surged through America and destroyed so many like mom and pop grocers Mm, and stuff. And then now like Amazon is like has been surging through and like destroying Walmart and like being competition for those types of stores. Oh, my goodness. Like just, yeah, the layers of capitalism and monopoly and stuff i mean pretty soon whatever company is gonna install microchips in our little (laughs) brains so that we can you know blink and buy our groceries for the week or something that's gonna be like (laughs) we're gonna look back and be like oh my god remember in-store shopping remember walmart yeah yeah can't wait to have advertisements in my dreams (laughs) oh my god oh yeah, I love that Black Mirror is becoming real life. This is such a fun time to exist. Yep, yep. Yeah, Joe Biden, did you see that thing where he just had sex with a pig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious. I, thought, I was really getting ready for you to tell me some news about Joe Biden because, you know, I don't pay attention to him. But anyway, everyone should watch Black Mirror, except for also... Don't do it at night because yeah. it might give you nightmares. Yeah. And just watch San Juno Perina like a million oh, times. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that episode. I have actually shown it to a lot of people. Oh, it's that. my favorite thing. I had to convince Kaima to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, so for those listening to the pod that haven't watched it, first of all, pause right this second, go watch it and then come back. I, it is a great television. I mean, yes, it is Black Mirror, but it's also really good story driven and not to mention gay. So I think that's the best part, not biased or anything (laughs) Um, like girl gay too. So like extra, (laughs) even better. Okay. I mean, 
I don't know. Maybe that's all I'll say about the episode so yeah. that people listen. But Beautiful. I, it that is a very important episode to my life. Yeah. Well, tell, just tell you could tell us about the impact and why you show it to people sure, without getting sure. into so like first spoilers. Of all, it is uh, an episode of Black Mirror, and uh-huh. Black Mirror is notoriously really like brain fucky, like yeah. really scary. Well, it's like I dystopian. Mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Is like it's. Like, um, stories that like could exist, but have it because technology hasn't gotten to this point or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of a cautionary tale for, um, technology in the future and totally. dystopian. Yeah. Really great, but also can get kind of fucked up. Uh, so a lot of the episodes are like hard to watch. Totally. And, um, my friend Kaima, she is very... Mm, love her very much and I hope this doesn't offend her <laughs> but she's like sensitive uh-huh, to sure. like she doesn't like to watch movies sure. doesn't really like like TV shows and stuff like she gets too connected to it and thinks they're too real totally. and it kind of it really like, gets to her more than maybe the average person totally so Black Mirror is not the show for her right but this that's the episode, episode is relatively tame mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. really great the yeah. story focuses mainly on the relationship between the two main characters yeah. and they're like you know there we go i was pretty juicy <laughs> i was think juicy a little more juicy than i expected <laughs> maybe wanted i want some um some bass i think we'll, we'll get to yeah, it we're yeah. working up. that was like a shotgun blast you're, you're <laughs> yeah. the cannonball is coming yeah <laughs> well hopefully no projectile <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be really nasty. Yeah. It'd be I, good for the pod, though. People would be laughing. <laughs> you just, just throw up on them. Over the microphone. <laughs> oh, no. Wolf your cookies. <laughs> Watch out. Annika's a child might be listening. Or is that you? No, that's Annika, no, right? Annika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The poor thing. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's a relatively tame episode considering that Black Mirror has this. Uh, reputation of being really intense. Yeah. And then it does have the like technology part of it that comes in towards the end. Mm-hmm. And it's like cool because it's like hinted at through it. It's a really good episode to watch multiple times. Like after you know oh, the twist yeah. ending, going back and watching it, it totally, you see it differently, totally. like in a good way. Nice. Um, but it is also, you know, it represents like a cute lesbian love story. Yeah. And it's great. And as a cute lesbian myself, <laughs> uh, when people haven't seen it, I'm like, oh my God, this is great. You know, it's good representation. It's good TV. Totally. And so I had to show Kaima, like after convincing her that it was tame uh-huh. and that we wouldn't watch any others, but like, you have to see this. And then nice. she liked it and it was great. Love and then that. we also, in my house with all my housemates last year, like a lot of queer women, uh-huh. a lot of them hadn't seen it either. Oh which gosh. is like, come on you guys. <laughs> so we watched it and it was amazing. And what's funny though, is that this is the same house. Cause like, I also had to convince them, some of them, I think to watch it too, mm-hmm. but this is the same group of people that I watched euphoria with <laughs> and arguably that's more fucked up than any black mirror oh, episode. Yeah, totally. Like, Oh my God, that show is <laughs> fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I've only hot, seen, though, so yeah, I've only seen like one episode, but it seems to be capturing the airwaves, the internet. Yeah. Um, no, I hadn't, I haven't actually seen season one. We uh-huh. started watching with our house when oh, season funny. two came out. <laughs> nice. And so before season two started, they like gave us a whole recap or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. drew a map of all the relationships of all the characters. Oh my god. Which was helpful. Yeah. And maybe good that I like didn't actually see season one because that one is also really fucked up. But yeah, no, so we watched whenever they would come out and it was kind of weird to like have seen it and then be on Twitter for also everyone oh, else seeing totally. it. Oh, totally. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. I yeah. was finally part of it because I remember when the first season came out and Twitter would explode every right, Sunday right. when it came out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> is fun. <laughs> that was pretty airy. <laughs> yeah, you had a little pizzazz on there. <laughs> yeah, that is really fun. Like, I... When the last season of Game of Thrones came out, mm-hmm. I had like wanted to watch it for a while. Like I'd watched up to season four back in the day and then I got super caught up and got caught up right before the new season started. Oh, my goodness. And got to watch that with with my sibs. And wow. so that was fun. But yeah, it is. It is cool. Like I don't I'm really bad at watching TV and movies, but it is nice when you're able to like. Get it while it's new and catch all the memes when they're dropping totally. fresh. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, because yep. 
memes totally have a shelf life, which is, oh, yeah. you know, both kind of the the fun of it, uh-huh. but also terrible when you like try to go back to explain it to someone or like relive it. Yeah. You're like, this is not, <laughs> this doesn't hit. Totally. Um, I am going into my Twitter right now, which I don't really use anymore. Uh-huh. I, when Elon Musk first was like, I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> I was like, this is a really great excuse for me to, to go. <laughs> kind of cold turkey my Twitter addiction. Fair. Anyway, I'm going back to see my muted words because I'm pretty sure that <laughs> most of them are Game of Thrones related. Oh my gosh. Um how do I how do I do that? I don't not know. Um, I don't know if I ever muted a word. Live on the live air. On air. <laughs> wow wow wow. Uh no that's my profile. I mean if you still want to follow me on Twitter I might go on there every once in a while at Sophia Shell. <laughs> the plug. <laughs> Say that's my Instagram too. <laughs> um how do you spell that? Oh, yes, that is S-O-F-I-A-I-X-E-L. So cool. Yeah, it's my middle name, so bitch. Cool. Except for it's actually, so the Mayan goddess, Ishel, yeah, is spelled I-X-C-H-E-L. Hmm. And my middle name is spelled I-X-E-L. And that is because my parents fucked up on my birth no. certificate. <laughs> they meant to spell it the right way. Oh, no. forgot some letters. <laughs> um, so actually, this is a funny story. When I turned 18, when I yeah. could change my name or whatever, my mom asked me, like, do you want to, you know, yeah. correct it? Yeah. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> I like the spelling. I, yeah, I claimed it. Like, not only is it my, all my, like, you know, handles on stuff, mm-hmm. but also I, you know, like it. I think it's cool that it's, very personally my name and it, i don't know it's like representative of the real thing but totally. it's not actually totally plus it's like i don't know easier to spell you don't have a random ch mm-hmm. that is maybe mm-hmm. s- making <laughs> noise in it i don't know definitely but yes that's i-x-e-l pronounced Ishel. <laughs> look up that mind goddess too she's kind of a badass oh i bet that's really cool wow the funny story so I, it's all, it's so cool that you're like Guatemalan. Um, yeah. and when I was young, because <laughs> I was like the black sheep in the family a little bit, um, I like didn't want to sing and all my family are singers and my family's also very Norwegian and we talk about it and it's great, but I decided, I, I don't know how old I was, maybe like five or six. Um, but I decided that I was actually Guatemalan because Sophia's dad, my uncle Edgar, <laughs> is Guatemalan. And I was just when I was a kid, they used to live in like the apartment attached to my parents and I would eat dinner and then I'd saunter over to your parents <laughs> and they'd feed me second dinner. Second <laughs> so I was just a chubby little boy. And I mean, that's when Slobcore really got started, I think. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> but, to Tio Edgar. Yep. <laughs> but it was so funny that I just claimed to be Guatemalan for maybe about a year. Yeah. And uh, yeah. A little... I mean, in your soul, right? Yeah. If you eat enough black beans oh, made yeah. by Guatemalan, oh, yeah. part of you turns Guatemalan. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> At that point, if I got over and got some black beans and rice, I was maybe like by weight, 1% Guatemalan. Wow. Um, if that counts. I'm getting a phone call from Kaima here. Oh, my gosh. I kind of want to we answer pause. it live on the pod. Uh, you can also do that. I'm going to troll her and yes. do that. It's going to be great. Okay. Get the speaker on. Put it by the mic. Hi, Kaima. I'm trolling you because we're recording the podcast currently, and I'm putting you on speakerphone. So would you like to say anything to, so the, to the uh, Podcore Slobcast before we pause and I finish this phone <laughs> call for real? <laughs> well, hello, Podcore Slobcast. Hey, Kaima. Hello. I'm honored to be on. <laughs> We're yes. honored to have you. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, well, now we can finish this and yes. I'll actually finish talking to you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're back in. We didn't do a transition noise. We didn't. Oh, wow. I guess we can get Kaima back on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. Don't yeah, tell me. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Oh, my gosh. What were you talking about? Um, a lot Guatemala? Of yeah, 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 yeah. That's the last thing I remember. I don't really yeah. exactly know oh, where we well, stopped. When we were cooking dinner, you're telling me the class you're taking. It's like, <gasps> oh, it's yes. like indigenous Latin America stuff, yes. right? I'm taking a class called Indigenous Feminisms of the Americas. Yeah. And that class is freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm curious because you have like Mayan heritage. Yeah. How does that feel like learning and also like having that connection? It's cool and also weird because I 
other than knowing that my dad's dad is like fully Mayan and his mom is like half Mayan mm-hmm. um, or like, you know, some there is plenty of indigeneity yeah. within my like bloodline. Totally. Um, but I'm not so connected to that because like mm-hmm. my dad really never was. Mm-hmm. And also like, you know, my dad grew up during the yeah. uh, freaking Guatemalan civil war. Right. Um, when like all the right wing death squads and stuff were like targeting indigenous people. Yeah. Right. No, I. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've never f- talked to him about that, but it's ooh. crazy. No, I. I haven't really talked to him that much about it either, but when we have like, honestly, I think maybe in, in passing, my Mm -hmm. dad will mention like, oh yeah, you know, when the gorillas would come through the towns, they just like pick up teenage boys that look like they're fighting age. And he would just, you know, like hide in a convenience store or like run away and kind of evaded it somehow. Um, But yeah, that was just like a reality of his adolescence, which is really crazy. Wow. And then remembering that my mom went to Guatemala not that long after that happened and was like a 19, 20 years old traveling to freaking Guatemala that just went through this crazy ass war. Yeah. I mean, that is a whole other thing. Right wing gorilla is supported by the U.S. State Department and destabilized all of Latin America. There's a lot to talk there. But anyway. So, yes, um, this indigenous feminisms class is really cool. Because I do, you know, obviously have a personal familial connection Mm -hmm. by being some percent Mayan, some percent um, indigenous. Um, But I like don't know any of the history of it and so in this class we're talking about current indigenous people and their activisms or like more or less recent development i mean i guess a lot of what we're talking about is the impact of colonialism Mm -hmm. on the production of gender and you know patriarchy and stuff and so you know we actually had a great in-class debate about whether you know there are two scholars um one who believes that like patriarchy or the structure of patriarchy existed pre-colonialism, hmm. but then it was colonialism that introduced the really violent nature and more binary nature of it. Interesting. Or, like that the binary understanding of patriarchy created violence against women, mm-hmm. specifically for indigenous women. And then this other scholar who is saying like, you know, Basically, colonialism and knowledge production under colonialism is all that we know. So why try to reproduce knowledges and uh, sociopolitical systems of pre-colonial societies when the only tools we have to do that are colonial? Right. So saying that any system like patriarchy whether or not it was violent existed before, like that's not helpful. Totally. So then we had this debate about which author had the stronger argument. And then we talked about it and really like what I got out of it is this idea that like colonialism is so, it runs so deep in everything. Yeah. And there's this um, like framework or school of thought um, by a Peruvian sociologist whose name, first name I can't remember, but his last name is Quijano. Uh-huh. And his theory of the coloniality of power uh-huh. is really interesting because that basically just says that like um, colonialism, settler colonialism, settler colonialism <laughs> in particular is not just an event like it wasn't it didn't start in 1619 or whatever right um and then ended whenever they're the colonists left or something but it's a pervasive system that continues today oh yeah oh yeah and like that seems kind of obvious right but then you like look at the evidence of the way that like capitalism existed in europe and the way that like very fascinating. I honestly don't remember all of it or maybe wasn't comprehending all of it either. But uh-huh. like we talked about this in multiple of my classes um, and that has really like made me think about my understanding of my indigenous blood and sure. the fact that like I don't know very much about it. The fact that I'm like 
half white too. Yeah. Like I'm mixed as a person. Right. And then also the fact that I'm like living in the United States um, as an academic and understanding everything through like colonial tools right. and knowledge. Like it just, if I think about it too hard, I like my brain hurts. Yeah. Cause it's just so... is like, there's so much, it's so heavy. And right. like my personal identity as, you know, a Guatemalan person, a half Guatemalan person, whatever mm-hmm. with um, known indigenous heritage. Like there's just a lot there. Right. And it's been very cool to learn about it. But then there's this also extra layer of like, holy shit, this is like kind of my life a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fascinating. Yes. So I go to a liberal arts college. <laughs> can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like when I talk to all of my friends, we are just so fucking happy that we got finished with school before COVID. Yeah. How has a pandemic college been? And you started before. So, yeah. So I started college in 2018 class of 2022. But then not only was I like in the process of like figuring out, cause I went, I started college with the intention of, being a chemistry major. Right. Um, and then also like doing some astronomy, like not to brag or anything, <laughs> but I uh, am a, an author on an astrological paper about. So cool. Yeah. And also a psych paper too, because I worked in oh, your dad's totally. lab in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a whole other thing. Anyway, um, I quickly realized because I wasn't doing very good in organic chemistry that that was not going to be for me. That'll do it. And then the pandemic hit like at the exact same time that I was like basically drowning in schoolwork and like realizing that this wasn't for me. Yeah. So I took a semester off and then was able to switch my major to politics. Mm -hmm. Again, I go to liberal arts college, so it's politics, (laughs) not political science. Um, And then I had like, because of that, I had to move my graduation date, all this different stuff. Anyway, now I'm class of 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm in my senior year. I'm going to graduate this May. Um, but it was very weird. I had a full like year and a half of regular college right? and then zoom college, oh, which gosh. I did not. I like when my school said that they were going to go, hold on. I think there's a burp. I'm probably hyping it up. <laughs> you got this. Mm, nope. Oh, nope. 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 Not even try. <laughs> Sorry for the false alarm. It's all right. I forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I took a semester off when, or I decided to take a leave of absence for uh-huh. a semester when they announced that they were doing all online, which, yeah. you know, obviously was for the best. I'm mm-hmm. glad that we didn't, you know, go back in person. Um, and then the spring semester, I was still living in Portland. So mm-hmm. I went back as this time a politics major. And doing full online while some students were doing hybrid. Right. Um, And that was a trip because not only was I getting back into school after taking a leave, but I was going back to school in a fully online manner, not having experienced that while a lot of my classmates already had for a semester. I was entering a whole new major and taking new classes and trying to like relearn how to be a student not only like online but also for a brand new field and for a brand new major um and honestly i'm very impressed with myself i'm impressed with yourself totally doing it and did it it. um but yeah that was a lot i like definitely took it slow Uh i think um which was necessary like i i had to relearn how to be a student like I was saying and then by the time I like got back to campus the next year so let's say I um went back to school fully online spring of 2021 Mm -hmm. and then fall of 2021 a year ago went back fully in person for classes and then was like pretty solidly set I guess during that semester I figured Mm -hmm. it out Mm Ah, darn. That was very airy. And I'm out of bubbly water, so that might have been it. That's all right. Some good burps to be had throughout the pod. I'm I'm sure there will be more. I'm oh yeah. I was gonna say you should just call me and I'll burp for you, but that's (laughs) weird to say. Don't do that, please. (laughs) Hey Sophia, who's calling you? Oh, just my cousin. He he wants some burps. (laughs) He has to put it on the pod. Oh my god. Um Yes, so that 
was that. I yeah. was a college student in the pandemic. Still am a college student because we're are. still in a pandemic. Yep. Um, but it has definitely changed. Like the fully online stuff was a whole different trip. Last year was really weird because it was um, at that point, everybody was vaccinated. Like my school right. mandated vaccines. Uh-huh. But then we also they had a mask mandate for a while and then lifted it like a week before Delta. Oh, gosh. I think or there was a lot of interesting decisions yeah. made. Yeah. Obviously, as you know, no one has gone through this pandemic perfectly. Totally. And even in the last year, the choices that people and institutions have made have kind of blown my mind. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, and then this year is a whole other thing because, like, you know, we've there hasn't been a mask mandate in a while. I uh-huh. think like. At the beginning of the semester, they were requiring masks for like two weeks to see mm. about the transmission. And mm-hmm. um, now with the bivalent vaccine, they're mandating that to everyone have it before the spring semester. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, except for it's not available in Walla Walla <sighs> yet, which is a bummer. Gosh, yeah. I'll, you know, I was going to get it while I was here, but I also I, I couldn't schedule an appointment. It's a whole. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find. Thing. Yeah. I still need to get mine, too. And. I'm out of PTO because I got mm. when I had COVID, I like went to the negative with my sick days. And then this year I got sick twice with oh, fevers. Geez. And so I'm fully out of PTO for the year. Oh, no. And so I need to like get the shot on a Friday. Oh, so if feel I like feel sick, I can feel sick on the weekend. Yeah. But yeah, it's like hard to find. I mean, yeah, the rollout's just not really. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. Ugh. Well, this is the world we live in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> The other thing about uh-huh. being a student of politics in this time is everyone is like, oh, it must be so fruitful. You must be, you have so much to talk about all the time. And it's like, yeah, you know, one of the classes my school is offering this semester is a class about the um, war in Ukraine. Oh, wow. And like, that's a cool thing that was like put together kind of all of a sudden. And, you know, we got to put that class on this semester. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like one of the only examples of when uh, what we're doing is being catered toward current events. Right. Yeah. Um, that's not typically how college classes yeah, go. Yeah. Right. And sure. Well, like when the queen died, we mentioned that in class, uh-huh. but it was like two seconds. Okay. Now back to the syllabus. Right. You know, that's not really how college works. Totally. Um, And then the other thing that I get all the time, which is, so annoying. I'm rolling my eyes so hard, hard right now. <laughs> hard roll. Is whenever f- anyone finds out that I'm a politics major, political science major, whatever, they ask if I'm going to be president. Oh, and it's the worst sucks. thing in the world because <laughs> why? That's like meeting a comedian and telling them to tell a joke right yes. away. No, oh god. And I always very enthusiastically say. Hell no. I'm going to stay away from politics, like elected official politics, whatever, with a 10 foot pole. I really, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. (laughs) Um, You know, there are people in my grade, you know, in my senior cohort or whatever, Mm -hmm. who are, you know, going to be lawyers, probably going to be some governors, elected officials. I'm sure you got a couple presidents in there at least. Oh, God. (laughs) I kind of actually would be obsessed with that because if one of my classmates oh my became gosh, president, could you imagine? I would, you know, there's a John Mulaney bit about that. Oh, really? That like his parents went to college with Bill Clinton. And so he got to watch his parents um, see one of their college friends get elected president. And That's how like crazy that yeah, was. So yeah. I, I can't imagine some freaking <laughs> frat guy politics major is going to end a president. I would. Oh, God. That, I mean, if I'm not already being pushed very closely to anarchy, that would do it. Yeah. I yeah. would revolt in that second, call for a general strike. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, the theme of this podcast was supposed to be comforting winters and fall foods. Do you have any fall or winter foods you're excited to cook for some nice comfort this year? 100%. Yeah. Yes. I have been honestly waiting all year to make Tom Ka <gasps> soup in my yes. instant pot. I oh, it's so good. Found a recipe randomly 
I, I don't even know when it might have been when I was living in the apartment mm-hmm. in the Arnold Street house. Yeah. Um, but it's like super easy. You just throw a bunch of shit into the instant pot and cook it up. Ooh. And like the real um, like the only I think the magic ingredients uh-huh. are the coconut milk, yeah. the lemon grass uh-huh. and the fish sauce. Ooh, yeah. And like it seems so easy and simple, but those pull so much weight. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, 100 percent. It is so comforting. Uh-huh. I like. Yeah. Tomica is one of my favorites. Uh, it's so good. There's a spot in a bee cave, Texas, mm. which is a city outside of Dripping Springs, Texas, <laughs> where my friend Jenna's from. And when I was there in college, we went to like her favorite, her family's favorite Thai place. Mm. And their Tomka was just amazing. Tom oh Ka my gosh. So good. It's like so warming. But also so like citrus punch yes. and uh, yes. I don't even know how to describe it's the, it. It's the lemongrass in the fish yeah. sauce that yeah. really like totally brighten it up without making yes. it like. Yeah, I feel like you don't often find something that's warm and really bright. Yes, that's 100%. In, in like a, a um a belly and a soul warming way because mm-hmm. like sipping on Tom Ka broth that just. Thinking about it now, my yeah. chest is warming. I yeah. feel like I've totally. been giving myself a hug, you know? <laughs> you know what it is? Tom Ka is the sativa of soups. <gasps> I feel like most soups are a nice indica. They yeah. like put you down and mm-hmm. calm you. But Tom Ka like enlivens the spirit. Oh. I feel like it might awaken like a certain creative energy within everyone who that drinks it. That is a perfect analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's like. It has the same kind of like baseline feelings, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's a soup. You can't get past the fact that it's a soup. But it does have a certain type of energy, a certain type of zing. Yeah. And it also just like tastes really good. Also, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I personally, so, you know, maybe on the podcast, maybe we were just talking normally. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how when <laughs> earlier at some point we were talking about um my cooking habits in college. Yeah. And I, one of the things that I decided like last year, not out of a like want to be vegetarian or whatever, but I mm-hmm. just like don't ever buy or cook with meat. Yeah. Nice. Cause it's like, I don't really it's, feel like I need to hassle pay for, for sure. it. And it's like, yeah, I always, I'm, um, for some reason I'm like always freaked out that if I like cut raw chicken on a cutting board, like it'll never oh, be clean again, totally. which is so yeah. dumb. But I also like don't want to stress about having mm-hmm. to like scrub a cutting board like yeah. eight times to make sure that it's clean. Right. Um, so I don't really cook with meat. And so making this Tom call, just like sh- throw tofu and a shit ton of vegetables in there. Yeah. And that's just like so easy. And I feel good because I'm getting a lot yeah, of vegetables in totally. really quickly. That rocks. Oh, so good. Mm. Tomka, that I am excited. You'll have to send me a picture. When oh, you for sure. Make it. Yes. No, that's my, that's my comforting winter food. Oh, I, I paused <laughs> and I got ready for another burp and nothing came out. Oh, no. I need to stop doing it. <laughs> I just need to let it you're come just naturally. Making yourself so I know. Sad. I can't prepare. <laughs> Honestly, I am very sad every time like, no burp comes out. This is really, I also want to preface. This is not normal. I totally, I must be getting some performance anxiety from yes, the yes. Podcast. You're you're a proficient burper. I, I, I would never take that away from you. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's just terrible that my my bad night is yeah. recorded. Yeah, and yeah. Gonna it go happens. On the internet forever. It happens. That's fine. I'll yeah. have a chance to redeem myself at some point. <laughs> yep, totally. Um, I was gonna say something, but I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What's your comforting winter food? Ooh. That's a good question. I let's see. Yeah, Tom is a really good answer. I'm excited. Ooh, I want to make a mushroom risotto soon. Ooh. I have some. So I've been telling myself I'm going to make a risotto for like three years. And you I have done a, it yet? I have a couple things of arborio rice up there that oh. are technically expired. <laughs> I feel like. Expired though. Yeah. It, well, it's like a Best Buy day. I'm sure it'd work fine. I mean, but I have like a. A big Costco thing of dried mushrooms. I'm gonna make the stock, and I'm gonna get some mushrooms and fry them up, and some shallots. Yes. Some of so, the. If you get any mushrooms on this mushrooming oh, yes. adventure, going that's mushroom your hunting excuse. this weekend. Yeah. Yes, um, super excited for that. But 
yeah. So mushroom risotto coming to slob course sometime. Wow. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, Sophia, do you have any other thing you want to bring to the podcast listeners? Um, oh my goodness. I don't know. I mean, again, this is probably something I could have prepared, but yeah. again, the vibe is we're just yeah, podcore. talking before we think. Totally, <laughs> totally. And it's come out great. This is a fun conversation. So. This is great. Totally. This is so fun. Yeah. I definitely feel the extra pressure of like having to talk into the microphone uh-huh. and I have to make sure that I am, you know, not rambling too much. <laughs> no, I've, I've rambled plenty. Yep, totally. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let's. I started off the podcast by saying drink water. So it's been a minute. Take another sip. Take another sip. I guess. Yep. Being hydrated is important. There you go. There um, you go. Oh, I have recently, I was told by a doctor that I should be taking um, vitamin D. Ah, Highly recommend that to everybody. Nice. We're all vitamin D deficient uh-huh. unless you're drinking a ton of fortified orange juice <laughs> or sitting in the sun for like 10 hours a day. So nope, do that. And not I'll- doing that. <laughs> Good to know. I'll get my D up. Um, yeah. Trader Joe's, they sell vitamin D in little capsules. Nice. Those are great. Nice. I, <laughs> I keep my little bottle in my backpack for some reason because then I'll remember to actually take it. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that's great. This has been a great pod. Thanks so much for great, doing this. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Totally. I'm, Feeling really good that like we got to cook, have something delicious. Oh yeah, record this podcast, and oh, yeah. then a slobcore slob is coming too. The full experience, a amazing. nice substantial hang. Oh, great! Perfect, a perfect way to utilize some good hangage time when you're in town. Absolutely. Totally. I mean, I feel like this is the only time I'm going to see you too this week. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I might see you on Saturday yeah, if I if go you mushrooming, come out mushrooming, but. Um, at the very least, we got to get this down. I mean, I'm all about the content. I, <laughs> yes. I keep up on the slob core, so I feel like I'm so honored. I want to be part of it as totally. well. That's, that's why I keep up. So I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> know so what are. to say to be on it. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, I think that's it. Over and out. Great. Thank you, Brand. Yeah. Thank you, Parkour Slobcast. You're Slobcast. welcome. See you, fans. Ooh.